What is up, Fight Fans? Welcome to the Split Decision Podcast. I am Johnny the Dad. And I'm Angel Kicks Balls. That's what he does, baby. That's what he does. Well, it is Wednesday, my dudes. So that means, what does that mean, Angel? You know what that means. Wrestling. Wrestling. It's Wrestle Wednesday. Wrestle Wednesday. Put it on a t-shirt. Oh, it will be on a t-shirt. All right. Well, a lot happened this week in professional wrestling. It was pretty crazy. Pretty (coughs) crazy. Everyone's up. Every single promotion's up. I love it. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. And for our athletes like Johnny, your dad, retired wrestler, it is a perfect time to be in the business, make some money. Oh, there are so many options of places to go. And uh, you know what? I was gonna make an announcement, but we'll we'll do that. We'll do that at the end of the show. Don't let me don't let me forget that, Angel. Never. Um, yeah, like you said, promotions there. There's plenty of talent to go around. And speaking of. A fan favorite uh, from WWE appeared somewhere else this past week. Breaking T- news. Yeah, tell them about it, Angel. Man, if you're a long, dearing WWE fan, you know who Dolph Ziggler is. One of the greatest money in the bank catch-ins of all time. Top two in my book. Uh, has joined TNA under the name of Nick Namath, which I think is his, his original name, but man, that's it's so it's so it's so happy. I'm so happy to see uh, Nick at at TNA and automatically jumping to the top, calling that moves for that for that TNA title. Which yes, TNA is now just TNA, no longer Impact. TNA Total Nonstop Action is back. First pay per view back with with the TNA name. So wrestling is back for TNA. It's, I love it. What do you, what do you think, Johnny? Well, first off, I'm glad that they changed the name back to TNA. I feel like to be a legitimate wrestling company, you need that three letter logo, you know, WWE, AEW. um, Well, I mean, new Japan is four letters because they do NJPW, but but you you know you need the you need the the letters. Uh, it's it makes you feel like a real sport, like the NFL or the NBA. So now no more Impact Wrestling. We have TNA, total nonstop action. So I'm mm-hmm. happy about that. They brought back the old logo. I'm waiting for them to bring back the old six sided ring. That would be sick. I yeah that'll be yeah that's what made them stick out back in the day. I, I remember tuning in to see Kurt Angle. They're at TNA, and man, just that six-sided ring, it just brings good memories. But yeah, Nick Nimeth, uh, for those of you that, that don't know, it's Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, fan favorite in the WWE for, what, the past 10, 15 years? I think I was watching him since I was in high school. So damn, it's been a while. He's been in there for a while. And 
never really had a couple big pushes where he would, you know, make a title run. But for being as talented as he is, was really underused by the company. And it's a crime because he is one of the best wrestlers in the past probably decade, in my opinion. The way that he... The show stealer. Yeah, here's how you know that how good he is. Very rarely did he win a match. He was always losing matches. But you watched from start to finish because he made whoever he was wrestling look like an all-star. Like yep. he he was great at putting people over. He was excellent on the mic. You always wanted to hear him talk because he would he would just say some outlandish stuff, some some flat out corny stuff that was like somehow still funny. Um looks great, you know, looks the part, had good gear, really everything had a cool finisher like it was kind of rko-esque but a little different a nice body um yeah yeah, you know he had had everything so it's like why he didn't have more and i say success in the but i'm talking like being a main event kind of guy i mean the guy made tons of money in wwe so i'm sure he's i believe two-time world champion yeah two-time world champion but this is a guy that, in my opinion, should be up there with the Seth Rollins and the and the AJ Styles and those kind of guys because he is as good, if not better, than a lot of those guys. Yeah, I know he, I, had, the, he had the misfortunate like Finn Balor where he would win the title, and as soon as he get, won the title, he would get hurt, concussed, injured. I'm like, dude, no. Every time, how? Yeah, and... uh I remember one of the, cause you know, we've talked about this before. Sometimes you go through hiatuses from wrestling. I can't count the amount of times I've stopped watching and come back and then stopped watching and come back. You know, like sometimes life happens and you don't have time to, to watch fresh. So it goes on the back burner for a while. You know, I always come back. But uh, one of the matches that got me to come back one time was a Dolph Ziggler match. It was actually at SummerSlam. I believe it was, I want to say it was SummerSlam 2018. And it was, they opened the show with Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. To this day, one of my favorite matches I've ever seen. That match, I was like, holy crap, like, Wrestling is back, baby. And so I'll always remember that. He'll always be one of my favorites for that. And I'm glad that he is in TNA now, somewhere that he can go in and immediately be a main event guy. And like, I think if he had gone to AEW, he would have been a, he should be a main event guy. But knowing AEW, they would have probably misused him. So put him in a stable. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully TNA does him right, gives him the the respect that he deserves. And Nick Nimeth, man. Nick Nimeth. I'm ready. I'm ready to see what he does. It's definitely gonna make me tune into TNA from for a while. He's he's also right now currently trying to fight uh at New Japan Pro Wrestling as well for I believe it's the Intercontinental title or the world title over there as well so 
pretty pretty cool. He's outside of the WWE. He's a he's a top guy. So the best to him, and I'll be I'll be watching for sure. Which you know, with uh, with being in TNA, which it seems like that WWE is really probably the only company that locks these guys down into like if you wrestle here, you can't wrestle anywhere else. Um, but him being in TNA and working in uh, in New Japan, who's to say we don't see him in AEW at some point? Because those guys cross over every now and then, and you know, look at Jay White. You know, so it could happen. We could see him in AEW. And uh, you know me, guys. I'm your local rumor, uh, wrestling rumor guy. So there is a rumor that Trinity Fatu Naomi. Wrestled her last match at TNA, by the way, lost her title to Jordan Grace. And she is possibly joining WWE again. So that Royal Rumble is going to be full of surprises. And there was uh, Sasha Banks and Bayley were there at TNA watching this match. And there was rumors of CM Punk and Triple H being there. Supposedly acquisition of TNA. I don't know what's going on, but we'll, we'll see what, ha- what happens down the line. But. A lot of rumors flying. Well, you are the rumor guy, so I'm going to take your word for it on that one. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, Naomi has been better used in TNA than she was in WWE, so I'm not really sure how I feel about that um, because I think she has all the talent in the world and it's just really crowded right now in that women's division in WWE. So I don't know. I kind of wish she had stayed in TNA because they are using her more and she's, I think more over than she was in WWE. So, but you know, we'll see, we'll see how things go. Um, We're just waiting for the Royal Rumble next week. Cause there's so many rumors. She comes back. Sasha comes back. Teams up with Bailey versus the Suzuki Warriors or whatever they're called. Ooh, that'll be nice. That will be nice. A little the Kabuki Warriors, Kabuki. I think. Oh man, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think you know if you are gonna. I mean, this goes for anybody. If you are going to return to WWE or debut in WWE there is no better place to do it than Royal Rumble. It's like automatic fan excitement just by your music playing. Um, And like, oh, we haven't seen her in a while. Like, it doesn't matter if you liked her before or didn't like her before. You're like, oh, cool, she's back. So no better place to do it than Royal Rumble. So that's a good choice. Or you could be like Cody Rhodes and just make your return at WrestleMania, which I was there for. Loud as pop. I think probably the loudest pop I've ever heard in person was I was at uh, Royal Rumble in 2020 in Houston oh. and Edge returned. And I I shit you not, sorry for my language, grown men cried. Grown, grown men were crying. Grown men cried. And yeah, that was... I, I wasn't one of them, but I was, I was in shock. I was... Well... Here's the thing. Not, sh- I remember that show. I made, I made, but I went with a bunch of uh, army buddies, 
And uh, I also held up a sign asking uh, Alexa Bliss to the Army Ball. She never got back to me, so you know, whatever. Oh, but uh, oh man, you, you need to pick one, buddy. It's Becky Lynch or Alexa Bliss? Come on. Now. Well, Becky Lynch is married. Okay, I'm. It's just I the am ball. A, it's just the ball. I am a good ball. Christian man. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh. Yeah, so I went with a bunch of army buddies. We ended up making friends with a couple of uh, guys that were sitting in the row in front of us. Um, and one of the guys asked asked us, he was like, "Who's who's your like big prediction for the like who's gonna come out uh, in the rumble?" And I was like, "I'm predicting an edge return." Like, and so I and that wasn't like I just came up with that on the top of my head. There had been some social media rumblings that that was happening and me and that guy were like, dude, if that happens, we're going to go nuts. And sure enough, that music hit. You think you know me. And dude, we just like looked at each other and we were just like, what? That's crazy. And we were just screaming. And it was a great, that is probably the loudest I've ever heard any sporting event, honestly. And I've, you know, I've I've been to football games, been to basketball games, been to all those things, and <laughs> Edge returning is the loudest I've heard a stadium. It was insane. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I still get chills when I watch watch that clip. If it, if it pops up somewhere, I, I have to watch the whole thing because that was insane. But yeah, so that being said, Royal Rumble. It's what dreams are made of, man. That's where you want to return is the rumble. And now Edge is doing collision on Fridays. Now Edge is wrestling nobodies on Saturday nights, but that's okay. Oh, Saturday's <laughs> nights, right? All right. You want to move on to a uh... segue into some AEW with that? <laughs> yeah. What a great segue. <laughs> oh, I swear man. we like AEW. We do not. It's just. Not it's right just now. sometimes they're easy to make fun of. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, let's see. Well, I'm not going to start off with a... Uh, <laughs> with, I'm not going to start off with good news for AW because uh, the opening match uh, on Dynamite was an eight-man tag that had our boy Edge or Adam Copeland in it. And this was just the most random group of guys to throw in an eight-man tag. There was no story leading up to it. They weren't really feuding, like, any of them. Not not feuding to the point that you would care anyways. And it was just like, ah, we found eight guys. Uh, <laughs> one of them is Adam Copeland. Um, yeah, let's throw them in there. And... uh yeah, I thought it was really forgettable. Uh, but at the end of the day, whatever team that Preston Vance was on got a win. Um, he got the pin, which I'm gonna spoil something in the uh, I'm gonna spoil something for you that I was gonna talk about a little later, but it fits here. Um, they also had a, an eight woman tag match later. Uh, in the show, and uh, Anna Jay got the pin in that. And why that is significant is because 
um, both Preston Vance and Anna Jay were both kind of Brody Lee's uh, protégés before he uh, tragically passed away. Uh, they were kind of, he brought them up and this show, a lot of it was because they were returning to uh, the arena. I believe, don't quote me on this. Um, like I said, watched a lot of wrestling this week, so don't quote me on this. I believe it was like a Brody Lee kind of celebration because mm-hmm. they were returning to where Brody Lee debuted for AEW. That's where the show was this week. Again, don't quote me on that. I watched a lot of wrestling this week. But those two getting the pins in those matches were significant because they were Brody Lee's um, protégés, so that was a nice feel-good moment. But other than that, the matches were pretty forgettable. They looked thrown together. I will say that the female match was significantly better than the male match, in my opinion. Um, But I wouldn't go back and rewatch either one of them. I wouldn't recommend that somebody go watch them. So did you watch those? What did you think? I I did watch the Sting and Darby Allen versus... um... Oh, no, that was a good match. That was a good match. I watched that one. That was crazy. Darby Allen getting thrown into the ropes, almost broke his neck. Just crazy stuff, man. Um, Yeah, and the reason I bring that match up because obviously Sting and Darby got the dub, and then at the very end, the young young Bucks came back. Oh, man, you're going all over the place i was gonna talk about that but it's all good it's all good we'll get to it all anyway that's like the only highlight to me (laughs) that's because that was the only highlight that i saw i had a i had a full page of of notes from dynamite dude full page but it's okay that's the only one that's the only thing that stuck out to me and it's because mostly because people were making fun of the young books because they got no reaction i you know, I guess I I wasn't really paying attention to the crowd reaction. Um, to be honest, I was excited for it. Um, but I am a Young Bucks fanboy, so you know. But honestly, I wasn't paying attention to the crowd, so that could be accurate. Um, if so, I I guess they have had a lot of controversy, which kind of makes them a little less likable, and so people probably wrote them off that would be what i'm guessing but how do you like that for sting's last match well that is not sting's last match in aw sting's last match will be at revolution um so we're like kind of leading to sting's last match um because they that's what they asked um Tony Schiavone got in the ring and he was like, we know your last match is going to be at Revolution. Who do you think that match is going to be against? Sting grabs the mic. He's about to say something. And that's when the Young Bucks music hit. So. Well, how do you feel about them being the Young Bucks being his last match at, in AEW? Because I'm pretty sure he's not retiring after this. Um, You know, I'm not really sure how I feel about it because it's kind of weird Either there's, way, there's you no chemistry there. There's no yeah, they don't line. have, they don't have a long reigning feud. Um, I feel like if Sting wins and the 
and it's the Bucks like debut match back. That's weird because it's like you're just gonna take all the steam away from the Young Bucks. But if the Bucks come in and beat Sting in his last match, it's like buried. That's just gonna make people hate them even more. And you want Sting to win his last match. So I don't know. I think that's a little weird. Yeah, I think that I think that's what people were reacting to. Like, dude, why are you? Why you? Like, no, you're probably gonna want to win this match, and people are gonna hate you. But I think that's what they're going for with the little uh, heel turn they got going on again. So, I will say I liked that they came out with a completely new look. Like they came out and they were not wearing bright colors. They didn't have all the jewelry on. Yeah, I didn't, didn't like have that. The, I didn't like that. They look serious. They came out looking more serious. They both like had different bad. facial hair. And you know what it reminded me of? The way that they looked. Have you ever seen the movie Boondock Saints? Yes. Like that's what it gave me the vibe of is like they came in there and they looked like mobsters almost. Like, I don't know. I thought the look was cool. But I agree that it's a little weird if they're making that Sting's last match. Like that. Like why? To me, they're looking like Spy versus Spy, Spy versus Spy with that black and white. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> see that. Um, yeah. Overall, excited that the Bucks are coming back, but a weird way to do it. A weird way to do it. Um. However, I do want to get back to. Something uh, I want to, I like I said, I had a full page of notes on uh dynamite, so let's bring them out. But, all right, for one, I thought the Samoa Joe segment was weird because Samoa Joe came out there, cut a pretty standard promo, nothing fancy, but got the job done. It was pretty, a pretty good promo. Then he gets challenged by Swerve, Swerve comes out. Then, after Swerve comes out, Hangman comes out. Then, so they, then it was kind of weird because they both, then like Hangman and Swerve started cutting promos at each other and were completely ignoring Samoa Joe. And then, and then they both left and then Hook came out and like Hook didn't even say anything into the mic. He like, Said one one week one week and like we're we're gonna have this match um, where we'll be uh, tonight, yeah today, tonight yeah today um, but I just thought that was weird it was like can we just pick a direction and go with it um, who are we trying to set up this feud with I don't know uh, so I thought that was weird um, those people actually find that pretty cool. Because it shows like, oh look, here's a there's the the contenders coming out to get you. Like now you're the hunted, which is Samoa Joe. I don't, I don't know if he wants to hunt that big mofo, but I liked it. Uh, I don't know why Hangman came out there. Swerves beat him twice already. Get a wing streak going, come on. And personally, I love Hook. Give me, I'm gonna tune in and watch that that match. Obviously. Hook's not winning nothing, but I love his hook. Now, I'm glad you said that. Uh, get a win streak going. Because that was something that was very noticeable to me. In the uh, promo that Samoa Joe cut, he was talking about, like, 
get your record right if you're going to come at me and oh, you yeah. go submit it to them. And if you're worthy, then you can face me. So basically saying what you said, if you're hot right now, I'll face you, but I'm not just going to face whoever for no reason, you know? Well, then on Collision this past week, both Swerve and Hangman had squash matches against nobodies uh, just to like, I guess, get an easy win on their record. But I don't know that. I don't like how that whole thing was was done. Hook is 28 and one. Just FYI. Actually, uh, he had a squash match on collision too so now he is 29 and one let's go baby give him, <laughs> but, uh, give him the belt put the belt on him i think he won in like a minute and a half or something like it oh was, yeah i did see that which it, is a like random nobody um but here's one thing i really there are two things that i really did i know i've spent a lot of time kind of crapping on this week's episode of dynamite uh and it deserves it uh, i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna be straight up with you here on split decision the ratings show it as well yeah we're gonna call it like we see it put out better content um but timeless tony storm had another great uh backstage interview i thought this was probably her funniest interview um because uh diana perrazzo um debuted and she said she was coming for tony storm and tony storm basically pulled a conor mcgregor and was like who the fuck is that guy <laughs> um, so i thought that was hilarious um shout out timeless tony storm you are one of the few bright spots consistently on AEW, so we really? love you for she that was, she was calling out Sasha, sasha banks uh money was sasha monet whatever her name is uh mercedes monet there you go and we got Diana Perrazzo instead. So, yeah. So loved that. Um, there was a backstage interview with Bullet Club Gold, and then the acclaimed came, and they were talking. And all right. So I said a few weeks ago that Jay White needs the Bullet Club to be cool. He's got the Bullet Club now. He's got them back. And he's cool again. I think Jay White is super cool with the Bullet Club. Um, by himself, I'm not a huge fan. But with the Bullet Club, I'm a huge fan. And the Acclaimed came. <laughs> and uh, the Acclaimed were like, hey. And this is their words, like, like specifically. They said, hey, I'm, we don't have to be best friends, but we should team up and make a super faction. And to which Jay White said, first of all, we're not a faction, we're a gang. And, which I thought was Gangster. really I, I thought that was really funny. And like and anything sounds really good in Jay White's accent. So I was like, yeah, that that hit all the right notes. But then he was like, We'll think about it. And they just kind of so that's obviously gonna happen. We're gonna get the acclaimed with daddy ass back with his sons but now we add jay white into the mix i think that's gonna be a great faction that's, actually, that's a good storyline because all that whole feud they had and now they're teaming again that's i didn't even think about that that's crazy i'm gonna have to tune in and that. that and that sets up like if if billy gunn wants to turn on the acclaimed at some point and get back with his sons or 
Or is he going to again choose the acclaimed over his sons? And where does that leave Jay White? And I think I think there are tons of potential with that. Um, the all right, one last thing for AW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I now agree with you. Undisputed Kingdom looks weak with a broken Adam Cole baby. They look weak. They look weak. They don't. I was hyped for it when it like last week when it debuted. I was like. I think it was more of like a I was excited that I was right. I don't know because like I called it being Adam Cole the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was excited that I was right. But There's dude, nothing exciting just, about a guy this, call, yeah. cutting a promo in a chair with a broken leg. There's nothing cool. Yeah, about like it just you're he's sitting there talking tough with his foot in a boot and he's sitting down and everybody else is standing up. It looked weak. It looked weak. And it looked like Wardlow didn't even want to be there. Like, dude, he looked bored out of there. And I saw a comment that stuck out to me that I need to bring up. It said, Oh, um, Wardlow's career has come full circle. He used to be MJF's henchman. Now he's Adam Cole's henchman. And I was like, Wow, 100%. That guy was. Freaking champion, and now he's in a faction with no gold, just looking like he could beat everyone up if he want, wanted to. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's got to be somewhat his fault, right? Because, I mean, he did have a chance to go out there and um, and be on his own. He did win the TNT Championship. Didn't hold it that long, but he did win it. But can you honestly say that his singles run was that interesting i mean sure the powerbomb symphony was over for a while but i mean that is what every match was was he's gonna do a bunch of power bombs get the pin and on to the next match like so can you really say that it's anybody's fault but his own maybe the writers you know i don't know It, it it's either him or the writers you know but either way his singles run was lackluster yeah I don't, so i would like to see him versus uh samoa joe that'd be cool two big meaty men slapping meat i believe they've done that did they run that at one point i think they did i could be wrong but so don't quote me on that but i think that's i want to say that's what we lost the tnt title to or, i think you're right i think you're right but not hundred percent. I would have to. I would have to go back and look. Um, but yeah, he looked. He looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked bored out of his mind. And I'm sorry, I'm rubbing off on you, but dude, Adam Cole looked weak. And Adam Cole did sh- look weak. Shitty beard, just gray on it. Didn't even look clean cut. Nothing. I'm like, dude, change. Yeah, it was like scraggly beard, greasy hair. Like, like dude. You- and I like Roderick Strong. But he looked more. Other- he said more than. Freaking Adam Cole to me. Yeah, but those other two guys don't care. Don't care about them. They're Jags. They're like, more over with the masks on. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I just wanted to let you know I now agree with you that they looked weak. I don't think I've ever seen that in any faction in all my years of watching wrestling. A guy injured with a broken leg. In a chair telling people what to do. I mean, kinda, we've 
we've definitely seen factions before where somebody was injured, but it's never been the leader of the group as the faction starts. Like from day one, you're injured. Like, oh, I'm the devil with a broken leg. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's not, it's, it's, I don't know. Go away. Get off my screen. Let's Come back happens. when you're healthy. Yeah, it looks like it's it's lost its thunder, especially since MJF is gone. Uh, we'll see what happens. If I think that will get hot again once MJF comes back, because that was the whole reason for the stable, and now he's gone, so kind of loses his purpose, and nobody's fighting for the title. So now the guy that Roderick Strong faced in order for Undisputed Kingdom to even come out there was uh, a new guy, a new face on AEW, Bounty Hunter Brian Keith. I thought he was pretty cool. Um, and I know I'm trying to use the word cool less because I feel like that's all I ever say. But um, I liked Bounty Hunter Brian Keith. I think he's got a lot of potential. Let him start at the bottom, get a couple wins, and then eventually work his way up. It's a pretty cool name. But yeah, cool name, cool gimmick. He came Bounty out Hunter. there. He came out there with like a like he was in a western. He had like the poncho on and stuff. And I was like, put him with Hangman Adam Page. Let them make a little western tag team. <laughs> you know, that'd be cool. Dang it. I said cool again. Uh, that would be interesting. Um, <laughs> all right. The last thing. And then I'm going to crumble up. Look, I'm doing it now. Doing Come it on, now. Your AEW notes. No more, no more AEW after this. Well, dynamite. But uh, I have a gripe with AEW because this is the only place I've seen this, and it happened in the Darby Allen versus Sting match. One, it looked like Sting botched that uh, that move table. where he went through the tables because they missed the first table completely and bounced off the ground so but that's not what i'm talking about stop doing the spot where somebody scratches the other person's back darby allen did it this week it, and i know you've seen moxley do it where mm. they'll be up on the ropes and you know he'll like kind of two hands on the other person's back and like scratch like that Stupidest thing ever. Stupidest thing ever. That sounds when stupid. would you ever do that in a fight? I like getting my back scratched. Why? What? That's so stupid. It's so dumb. Stop <laughs> doing it. I don't care who you are. If you're a young, up-and-coming, independent wrestler, and you think that the back scratch is cool, take it out of your arsenal. It looks stupid. Stop doing it. I don't do care that for if the, you're... Do that for the women's division. Yeah, I don't I don't care if it's Moxley, Darby Allen, or somebody I've never heard of. I don't want to see it. It's stupid. Anyways, that was it. What a ran. No back scratching going on here. A split decision. <laughs> yeah. Not let's on camera, to, anyways. Yeah, let's get to them to my personal favorites. SmackDown and Raw, but let's go with SmackDown first. Any highlights for SmackDown from Friday that you like? Uh, so 
I, you know me, I like anything that Nick Aldis does. So, <coughs> um, shout out for like the fourth week in a row, Nick Aldis, you're awesome. Um, but there was one thing that I wanted to talk about from SmackDown, and then I'll kind of let you you take it away. You talk all the SmackDown you want. All right. Um, I want to shout out to the ref from the Carmelo Hayes and Austin Theory match. Great job just ending that match. Um, because if you weren't watching, if you didn't see it, um, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes were in a match. It was a it was a good match uh, up to this point. They were attempting a move off of the top rope. Something mm-hmm. went wrong. I'm not sure what, but they both had a terrible landing in which they both came down on their heads and maybe neck stuff and head stuff and the the ref I mean, both of them easily got concussions um and the ref jumped right in checked on both of them based on their responses if there was any he threw up that x match over they didn't try and go through it and make make something happen with the storyline and i i wanted to shout out that ref because great job storylines are important they are not as important as safety and so good on you for ending that match and i did see a report that um probably because of how it was handled both were able to avoid serious injury they're obviously i mean i can't see them both not getting at least minor concussions from that um sure but no serious neck or spine injuries so that's good and that was probably a lot to do with how that ref handled it. So shout out to him. Just wanted to give him his flowers on that one. Yeah. I, uh, that was trending on Twitter, by the way, with, with that, I saw that replay so many times. It was some bad stuff could have happened. Um, all these young guys, they want to do all these crazy flip, flip stuff, man. Just gotta be careful. You want a long career. So, yeah. And that does, you know what? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on my my soapbox again. Wrestling is not fake, people. It's not fake. Yes, it is scripted. It is planned, but it isn't fake. These guys are stuntmen. Okay, like so. I'm tired of hearing the wrestling isn't real. Wrestling is so fake. Blah blah blah. That's not true. It's simply not true. People have died. The, yeah, people have died. These guys are putting putting their health on the line every time they step into the ring. Just because the outcome is predetermined, that doesn't take away from what they're doing. You know what else is predetermined? <coughs> movies. All those superhero movies that you like. All those action flicks. John Wick. All those that you like. The NFL. Those ain't real. But you know what? Like you, you like watching. Yeah, the NFL, maybe, possibly. You enjoy watching them. So why give somebody crap for watching wrestling just because it's planned? These guys are serious professional athletes. So give them some damn respect. My my favorite saying. Uh, I saw it once when I was younger, and I've, since then I'm like, dude, no. If any if anyone ever tells me, oh, you watch that, I'm like. 
oh, do you watch wrestling? Do you watch movies because they're real? Or, or <laughs> what are we doing here? Come yeah, on. Godzilla because like, it's real. Come on, bro. It's entertainment. Come on. Yeah. So that's it, and and that proves it that you know these guys are trying so hard to entertain you that they almost broke their freaking necks. Uh, so put some damn respect on their names. Uh, so speedy recovery to uh, Austin Theory and Carmelo Hayes from Split Decision Podcast. Yeah. Come on. All podcast. right. Take take it away. Take it away with the rest of SmackDown. So we opened up uh, SmackDown with the Bloodline just wrecking havoc on a bunch of jobbers uh, to start off to basically put it in Nick uh, Aldis's face for putting Roman Reigns in that fatal four way. Um, it ended with uh, that got stopped real quick when Nick Aldis came out and told him, "Hey, well, you guys have to face." Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and uh, versus uh, the Bloodline. But, of course, once again, Roman Reigns, no-show. Only works once a month. And, yeah, he did not show up, so they had to find a third member or else it was going to be a handicap match. And I I saw a bunch of segments (laughs) where – uh, Paul Heyman was trying to find uh, the third member, and man, those guys have no friends in that locker room. Nobody. No, they've screwed everyone. So, Bobby Lashley told him no. Carlito told him no. Uh, I think that's what every, everyone I saw on there. But um, yeah, that was a that was a great uh, three on two handicap match, and uh, for for. Uh, that match at the Rumble, if those guys show up in the corner of Roman Reigns, dude, do that again. <laughs> Knock the people out, and boom, we'll we'll see if we finally get a dethrone of uh, Roman Reigns. I still say it's not going to happen at the Rumble. Oh, they did the Shield power bomb. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that that I liked. That was a that was a direct shot at Roman on that. Oh, for sure, it's uh. It's gonna, uh, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that match. Honestly, out of more than the Rumble at this point, because they're all they're all freaking big, bad superstars. So we'll see. We'll see if Roman Reigns comes out unscathed, but you never know. Give me, give me the Rock versus Roman Reigns for no title. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. All right. That I hadn't thought of before like just, what if it is for no title just do that even without a without a title i think that's the main event it's the rock versus roman reigns like that doesn't need a title head of the table title match <laughs> give me that do you think all of their family members <laughs> come out for that they all stand around the circle like all have, have to stand circle. around the ring Oh yeah, give me that. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I also saw. Uh, I'm not feeling this Logan Paul versus uh, Kevin Owens feud. Uh, mm. I think just. I mean, it, it's it just kind of there. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of hoping Logan retains, and I want to see him defended versus somebody pretty big at uh, WrestleMania. So. We'll see what happens, but 
Kevin Owens probably gonna win that. Um, but not nothing, nothing big about that. Uh, I'm not really a Kevin Owens kind of guy. Not anymore. I feel like he's become stale. I need him as a heel. That's when he's this is yeah. I just I I I tend to agree with you on that. He just kind of I don't really care about what stories he's in, honestly. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. Uh. We had the. How do how do you say the Kabuki Warriors? How'd you say it? The Kabuki Warriors. The Kabuki Warriors. We had uh Bailey versus um, Bianca Belair, and she lost. And there was a backstage segment where they're. It's getting closer to they're gonna turn on her eventually. So, yeah, I think it's they're definitely they're not even hinting at it anymore. They're straight up telling you like, all right, Bailey's out of this group. They're just gonna do it at a big show probably. But dude, I'm calling it. They're all gonna eliminate her at the Royal Rumble. I that would be a, a fun way to do that. Oh yeah, and uh, Bailey's Mexican, so watch your back if y'all do that. You don't do that to our queen. Mm-mm. And then she joins the LWO or what? Ooh, Selena Vega. Ooh. Now we'll see. I want I want uh, Naomi and uh, Sasha to come back and team up with her versus them. That'd be cool. That would That'd be, be sick. Cool. Uh, see what else happened at SmackDown. Um. Now we got another uh, Street Profits, Street Profits with Bobby Lashley versus uh, AOP and Karrion Cross. Uh, Which we got the names for those factions now. Oh, can you give, uh, give that away? Yeah, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits are now called the Pride. Ah, that's right. As in like lions or or something. I'm I'm guessing is what they're going for. Or the other kind of pride. Maybe. Maybe, 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 could be. Um, and uh, carrying cross and AOP and the uh, old warlock dude. Um, <laughs> those are uh, they're called the Last Testament. Oh, yes, I, I now that you say that, I, I do remember seeing that part. But so, what do you think about those names? I think the Street Profits just kept their name with Bobby Lashley. I mean, I like that better than the Pride, but or it could have been uh, it could have been like how it used to be called with the other guys. What was that the called? Hurt Business. The Hurt Business. Hurt Locker. Hurt Business. There you go. Hurt Business. I like that name. Was cool. Should have just kept that. Uh, Hurt Business 2.0 or something. Yeah. Um. I, I think it's all going to depend on where they go with it. The aesthetic that they choose to go with it. I want, if you're going to call yourself the pride, I'm not, I'm not saying go like a full Lion King type of thing or whatever, but I want to see an aesthetic to go with it. I don't want to see, I don't want you to call yourself the pride but y'all still come out to Bobby Lashley's theme music. You know, I want I want a new theme. I want a new aesthetic. And, like, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Do it. And I think the same for Karrion Cross and all them. I want a new theme, new aesthetic. If you're giving us new factions 
and they officially have names. These aren't just guys that are grouped together now. Give us the whole thing. Give us give us new stuff. Yeah, I want you on uniform. You're gonna be yeah. stable. Hey, give me the Judgment Day versus uh the last statement. That'd be pretty cool. The Judgment Day is not cool, dude. I'm sorry. Dude, wait till we talk about Raw. <laughs> you want to uh, talk about Raw now? <laughs> um so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh and also if you're gonna call yourself the pride, man, you better win some titles. I want to see Bobby with the U.S. title around his waist. Something. Something, man. That, you can't be that freaking athletic and big and muscular and not have a title, man. That's, that's embarrassing. I, what if the U.S. title is on SmackDown, right, and then the Intercontinental is on Raw? Dang, that kind of sucks because, I mean, I'd like to see the Pride versus Imperium and, you know, Gunther versus Bobby and you know Bobby getting the intercontinental strap after that but US title works too I Paul. just yeah but I don't really care to see I don't really care to see Bobby Lashley versus Logan Paul if I'm being honest I want somebody else but I also don't care to see Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens so I, I don't know. I want to. I I like Bobby Lashley. I just want to see him in there with somebody else that I care about too, so I can really get behind that. But but they're in a faction versus faction thing right now, so it doesn't uh, really matter. Another uh, the last feud that I saw on SmackDown uh, was Carlito versus Pablo uh, Pablo Escobar. No, not him, and uh, Escobar. So that's. That'd be cool. Little, uh, they're fighting for the name pretty much because it's Legato World Order and then they got the Latino World Order. So there's that whole bit. I want to see what happens when Rey Mysterio comes back. So uh, give, me, give me Carlito in that all the way. It throws me back to when I was watching wrestling as a kid. I I like Carlito. So. Did we just mention like six factions? I didn't realize how many factions WWE had. Yeah. <laughs> As much, if not more, than AEW. Yeah. But I actually want to see those factions, so. Ooh, shots they, fired. Shots it's not fired. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel too random. But let's talk a little bit of Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about it. Where to begin? Should we Should we talk about what I brought up before we started this? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. My girl, Rhea, coming out. Looking like a bombshell. I put it on my Instagram because mommy's always on top. She looks, she has to look, dude. She has, well, you know what, you know, you saw what Becky Lynch said. Just all those, just saying all those good things about her. And uh, 100% right. We had Rhea come out and pretty much uh, mess up a promo, but she was saying how whoever wins the Rumble should not challenge her because they're going to lose at WrestleMania. And then, boom, we get Becky Lynch. Coming off a loss versus Nia Jax, clean, came out for some reason and challenged Rhea Ripley. Uh, that part made no sense to me because she just lost clean. But uh, but she's Becky Lynch, so, I mean, definitely. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, so yeah, uh, pretty much Ray Ripley was like, there's only one more person in this world that wants to see you win that besides you. And that's me. I'll see you at WrestleMania. I'm like, book it. I want to see that match now. I want to see that match. I think that if that match does happen at WrestleMania, I see Rhea winning that match and getting like her big WrestleMania moment of beating Becky Lynch, which I think would be well-deserved. Um, Rhea has been the... I think Rhea picked up right where Becky left off, kind of. Like, because Becky was the biggest thing that the women's division had ever seen um, whenever she had the man gimmick. Um, the big time Bex gimmick was less good. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't really it. But um, but then along comes uh, Rhea Ripley, who, you know, came up the right way you know she came up through nxt had a normal gimmick we've talked about it before where she was basically a charlotte flair clone that didn't work <laughs> comes back in uh like kind of the goth type of gimmick and came up through nxt dominated in nxt came uh, uh shoot when did she debut on a big show it I want to say it was like right around Survivor Series one year or something. I could be wrong on that. It was a while back. But she has just done everything right. Can't can't complain at all. She's always interesting as like she you want to hear her on the mic and you also want to see her in the ring and that's the biggest compliment you can give to a wrestler is like you're good at both things that you need to be good at mm -hmm. and she's got the look you know um not really my cup of tea but i know it's a lot of people's cup of tea um it's dom's cup of tea so that's dominic, all that matters dominic um but uh yeah i think that she's picked up right where becky left off and she's taking it to different heights than becky could and I think at WrestleMania against Becky Lynch, getting that win would be like, I don't want to say a passing of the torch because I don't think that Becky Lynch is done by any means, um, but it would just be like, kind of like, Hey, you're up here. You're up here. Like you're, you're this good, you know, like, but I don't think that Becky Lynch is going away anytime soon, nor should she, but I think Rhea deserves to win that match and get her big moment. Becky's had yeah. plenty of big moments at WrestleMania. For, for sure, for sure. I want to see her take down all the force, the four horse women at WrestleMania. That'll be pretty cool. What if that started a thing of her like, because she's already beaten Charlotte, right? Yep. So then she would have to beat one and one. Then she, she would have the to beat. One. Bailey, right? And, and then, then she would have Sasha. to beat Sasha if Sasha came back. That would be a cool storyline of her like taking out the old guard. That would be pretty cool. That yeah, that would actually be pretty damn awesome, but we'll have to wait for Sasha to come back. Yeah. It but could happen. Rhea Ripley's definitely the most over woman in the world right now. And right behind her is Tony Storm. I would agree. I would agree. I don't know if it's right behind her. I feel like I feel like uh just based on how many people watch 
WWE as opposed to AEW. She's yeah, far way back. more over than Tony Storm, but but Tony Storm is the best thing going in in AEW right now. So, and uh, let's talk about the coolest thing in Raw right now: the Judgment Day. Oh gosh, these segments are hilarious. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. You know I love our truth. I love our truth, and that's why I am enjoying these segments. I do not like Judgment Day, but I like our truth. So that's where I stand with it. it. I mean, I don't like I like every member of Judgment Day other than Damian Priest on their own. But in the group, I, it just doesn't work for me. Our truth is is always funny. That's really what I enjoy about the Judgment Day segments. But I know that it's your thing, so take it away. It You know what? I, I will agree a little bit with you. I think it's ruining their reputation because they were a pretty serious group now it's just like comedy skits and i mean they're hilarious i'll give you that but yeah i don't want to see my money in the bank winner doing freaking comedy i wanted him to be well he he, he picked the fight with drew uh drew mcintyre so that was kind of cool but like finn balor should be they should be fighting for championships not freaking getting little jokes here and here and there which at my expense are hilarious but we need we need to be more serious, but I mean I I'm pretty sure they have nothing for them right now, so that this is what they got. So it is what it is. But at the meantime, I'm enjoying it, but they definitely need to get back on track and be like a serious faction. How it was a couple months ago when they had all the titles, they were more cool when they had all the titles. I feel like Damian Priest is a waste of a Money in the Bank winner. Like he doesn't fit up there at the top. He's a mid-carter. He doesn't he, fit up there at the top. He's put a little bit more muscle on, and uh, I feel like his voice is a little deeper now. And that's, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, but I don't care about that. I care about, like, he has not ever done anything that I give two craps about. Yeah, his like, most famous clip is fighting against Bad Bunny, so... Yeah, I would take Bad Bunny as the Money in the Bank winner over Damian Priest. Oh, man. I'll do some numbers. Dude, I hope he cashes in and he's the one that beats Roman Reigns just to see the look on people's faces. Bro, I don't think (laughs) there is any chance of that happening. I think people would be so angry. I mean... That would be dumb. That would be dumb. It'd be funny. It would be. It would definitely be funny. Or or CM Punk finally big wins the big one and then Judgment Day. <laughs> that I don't know. I don't know when he's gonna do it. Maybe at the Elimination Chamber. Maybe at the Rumble. We'll see. But I'm waiting. I'm he if he cashes in, he better win because uh, I don't like when they cash in and they lose. I don't. I'm not a fan of that. Especially when they got beat up bad and now, oh, no, he came back and won. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with you on that. I don't want... You want nothing to do with the Judgment Day. I want nothing to do with Judgment Day or Damian Priest. Like, I I don't care about them. And who's he going to cash in on and beat that you're okay with? You're okay with him doing it to Seth? I'm not. You're okay with him doing it to Roman? Nobody's okay with that. The like, Rock. So, yeah. 
Cody Rhodes. Oh my oh god, he wins. He finally god. wins. If it. Cody oh. Rhodes finishes the story and then gets pinned by Damian Priest, I'm telling you right now, show's over. This might be the worst. Not doing luck. split decision anymore. Not watching anymore. <laughs> I, you lost me if that happens. Dude, he has. I will do another show that is solely AEW and TNA, and I will never watch WWE again. Dude, he has the worst chance to cash in. He, you know, they always say, you know, Damien has the funniest thing to do. He could do the funniest thing, and it's like whoever wins, like it's gonna be a disappointment if he cashes in on anybody. Yeah, but I'm here for it. But I'm here for it. I'm here for the I'm dra- drama, and chaos. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I would rather I would rather it be Dom. I'm 100% with that. I'm 100% in with that. Damien gets hurt. He gives it to Dom. And then, oh, the most hated guy of all time. If he catches in on any of those guys. Oh, man. Now, dude, now I want it to happen. Give it to Dom. Dom and Nick. You know what I could see happening because I don't. I feel like the the writers and the powers that be at WWE they're generally smart people. They have to see this, right? That it's like shit. We put this on Damian Priest, and he doesn't belong there. And they could give it to LA Knight at that time. You know what I could see happening that would be the best get out of jail free card for this is to have him wager his money in the bank against somebody else at a pay-per-view where he can lose that and then somebody else gets it and somebody else can cash it in. Because, I mean, would it suck for Damian Priest? Absolutely. Would it be a slap in the face? Yes, it would. But, like, you have to save this at this point. Bust an Austin Theory and cash it in on the U.S. title. I could see that. I'd be more okay with that. I mean, just know your role. You're a mid-carder. Come on, dude. You ain't beating Roman Reigns. You ain't beating Seth. You ain't beating anybody that those two guys are facing anytime soon. So, like, just just stop. Just stop, Damian Priest. <laughs> All right, let's Gosh. move on from Judgment Day. There's too much hate here. Uh, there was another return on Raw. Gunther came back. And everyone thought he was going to turn on, I can't say his name, his buddy, his pal. Yeah. I, everybody Ken, thought he Ken was going to turn. And Ludwig. I thought Kaiser Ludwig. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like he was going to turn. It looked like they were doing that kind of like, oh, he's going to go in for the hug and then he's going to just start wailing on him. But nope, he just hugged his boy and was like, hey, man, you did a good job while I was gone. And I, I, I know a lot of people are they want that match versus them too for the title. That'd be that'd be pretty cool because I mean Kaiser he looks he's been looking good the last few weeks. Yeah, With, Kaiser I think is a, definitely an up and comer. I don't think he's on Gunther's level yet, but he's definitely he's yeah shown some improvement and some like I care about what he does now. So, dude, with this whole feud with the new day. Dude, if Big E comes back and wins that Intercontinental title. That I would be here for. I would be excited about that. I'll lose my tits. We actually are getting a more serious version of the New Day than we have in a while. 
which I am I am liking because I've always liked the New Day, but the gimmick of ju- them just being over the top goofy, yeah. it, it it played out to me. I I like all of them individually, and I've liked them for you know like Bootios, that's hilarious, and like all the like it was good, but I feel like it ran its course and it's like, okay, I'm over it. I want to see something new out of them. Yeah. You're like 40 years old now. Let's do something else. And, and I feel like we've been getting that. If you like, have you noticed like their gear has even changed? Like Kofi came out and I actually really like what Kofi has been wrestling in uh, lately, which is just like kind of cool shorts. And then like some Travis Scott, uh, Oh yeah, it looks like, like Jordan ones. Like it, it's a cool look. And then, uh, um, gosh, what? Xavier well, Woods. Uh, Xavier came out, Woods came out came with some out, goofy stuff today. He came out with some goofy stuff, but it was not the goofiest stuff. Yeah, that we've seen them the in by any yeah. means. Like you know, he's always wears like the genie shoes and and all that. All right, y'all. Well, we'd have done a lot of talking. And uh, so we're going to shut the show down here, uh, but I have a couple things I want to let you know first. Um, So um, we have a lot of cool things coming up. Royal Rumble is coming up. That's going to be a big one for us. Uh, We are doing a live watch along. It's going to be on the Athletically Declined Sports YouTube channel. Um, obviously, uh, for copyright reasons, we can't show you the like actual footage of Royal Rumble going on, but we will be commentating it live. So if you want to watch it on your TV and pull your laptop up or your phone up and listen to our commentary and comment with us and hang out with us and have a good time, it's going to be a blast. Uh, but moving forward... Uh, we are actually going to be starting a Patreon, okay? And uh, now it's going to be very, uh, very price friendly. I hate it when these uh, creators, you know, have Patreon and you got to pay fifty bucks to get anything. That's not going to be the case. It's going to be very price effective. Um, it's just going to kind of help us recover some costs on some things, um, but that will actually be in the athletically declined sports discord and there we will be able to give you a fuller watch along experience wink wink if you can catch my drift um so be on the lookout for that uh, that'll be after uh royal rumble with uh pay-per-views moving forward um or premium live events sorry uh pay-per-views for uh AEW and TNA and such um, and this is actually this Royal Rumble, uh, watch along on YouTube is going to kick off split decision being on YouTube full time. We are still going to be on Spotify. Uh, so what is going to happen is you will get the Spotify version will drop on the normal schedule, um, Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then following that, it will be either later in the day on those days or the following day, just depending on editing and that sort of thing. 
um, you will get a full YouTube version of Split Decision. So that's very exciting. We're looking forward to that. Uh, you can look at our beautiful faces while we're talking about wrestling. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what we got going on. Um, I feel like I cut a couple promos, uh, during the show, uh, this way I cut a promo on people doing the back scratch move and I cut a promo on people saying wrestling is fake. So I'm not going to do one at the end here. Uh, actually, you know what? I lied. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Cause you know that my Houston Texans got a playoff win this past weekend. And we got to go into Baltimore and face the number one Ravens. But we ain't scared. We're getting week one revenge, baby. We're avenging that loss. And CJ Stroud is going to go in there and he's going to carve up that defense. And our defense, we got something to prove, too, that we can stop Lamar Jackson. And we will. We will. I got the Texans. By three in that game. Mark it down. All right, y'all. Go Texans. And uh, thanks for watching. And as always, violence is always the answer. Y'all enjoy your wrestling.